0: Hello, everyone. This is Dave Zalasko, publisher and editorial director of Tire Business. Welcome you to View from the Top, our online podcast chat with top executives in the tire and automotive service businesses. Today, we're talking with Ann Forstall-Luke, President and CEO of U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Ann joined the then-called Rubber Manufacturers Association on January 1st, 2016, coming from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers after a varied career in government and government relations. And thank you for joining us.
1: You're welcome. It's great to be here.
0: What, uh, what I'd like to start with is to get your impressions of the tire industry uh, in joining the then Rubber Manufacturers Association and uh, kind of what they were then and what they are today, because I think they probably have changed uh, as you've gotten to know the industry.
1: Oh, definitely. So, you know, as you mentioned, I came from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers where I'd been for eight years. So I I, I've been in the manufacturing space for, for quite a while and really loved manufacturing and the issues that manufacturing uh, deals with every day in the United States. You know, if you think about it, manufacturing is really at the focus of a lot of the issues that are very important to us as a nation from uh, you know employment worker safety innovation research and development and and that was the reason that i was interested in in joining the rubber manufacturers now the tire manufacturers because of my interest in manufacturing and my belief in its importance to our society but in terms of specific knowledge about tire manufacturing you know i guess i would say it was pretty typical you know it's generally positive about the product but i I didn't have a real depth of knowledge and understanding of the industry itself, so I would say that what's changed most is my knowledge and growing understanding of the global complexity and depth of this industry, um, the tremendous engineering and innovation that goes into making a tire, and the manufacturing processes themselves, and the how the industry is growing in the United States. We tire manufacturing was Born in Ohio, but it has spread around the country, and, and and we have global companies competing to locate in the United States to be part of this market. So, the the main thing that's changed is is my appreciation and understanding for the depth and and contribution of the industry.
0: Very good. Now, during your tenure, um, it's been about I guess. About two years. Uh, during that time period, you uh, the RMA changed its name to the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Uh, and how did that name change come about, and has it helped give the association better direction and clout in Washington, D.C.?
1: Definitely. And, and the name change came about because, as you probably know, um, the organization is more than 100 years old. In fact, uh, it had its 100th year anniversary in 2015. And it did start out as an organization representing companies that make all different kinds of rubber products. So Rubber Manufacturers Association made a lot of sense. But in 2010, the organization um, split off from the, uh, the part that had um, rubber products manufacturers. And so we have now a core market focus on US tire manufacturing so that the name really did not reflect any longer who we are and and it did not also reflect the you know what we stand for and and where we do our business so the board and I had some good conversation about how we wanted to be known and what we wanted to be known for and and we did as I'm sure you won't be surprised to hear, Um, an extensive amount of internal and external research among our members and their employees, as well as external stakeholders for the industry to gauge perceptions and awareness and understanding and where we really had the opportunity to do a better job of telling our story. And so, you know, the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association is who we are, but it's more than, you know, a new name and a new logo. We really also spend some time developing the positioning for our industry and our association to reflect what we stand for here. And that is three major things really. It's it's economic contribution to the American economy. It is and the communities where we operate. It is our focus on safety and particularly safety through innovation. And then finally uh, environmental stewardship and sustainability. So those are the three main areas where the industry really makes positive societal Contributions, and we felt was very important for us to use the renaming and rebranding of the organization to tell that story better.
0: When you're you know, using your the positioning and talking, uh, and you're developing that, how active active are the board members of, uh, the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association? And how much direction do they give you in terms of policy, or is, are you is it a give and take, or are you helping to direct um, the direction and policy?
1: It's very much a collaborative effort. I mean, I've worked in a in business and industry and associations for a long time, and I would have to say this is one of the best um, opportunities I've ever had to work with business leaders. As you know or may know, our board of directors is made up primarily of the chief executives of the um, uh, Americas uh, branches of our company. So, you know. Steve McClellan, who's the president and CEO of Goodyear Americas, or Gordon Knapp, who's the president and CEO of Bridgestone Americas, and Scott Clark, who's the CEO of uh, Michelin North America, and so on. These guys are the chief executives. They are the ones that have the primary responsibility for the business success of their company in uh, the American market, and they are very focused on business strategy. And so their understanding of the market challenges in the industry really informs what the US team is going to focus on as an association in terms of our strategic initiatives. And they also have uppermost in mind the well-being and safety of their consumers. So for example, we are very active on, uh, in the states on trying to pass legislation to ban the installation of unsafe used tires. And that was a strategic initiative that really had its genesis in discussion at the board level about accidents that were being caused and people that were being hurt by unsafe used tires out there in the marketplace. And that concern gave direct rise to this major state legislative initiative that we have. So that is a good example of how, you know, the members come together to talk about market challenges, concerns for their customer base that they see, and talk about how we as an association can come together as industry leaders in a unified way to advance policy that's going to help um, you know, our key stakeholders on the market. Another another key thing is the FAST Act, the, the, um, the Federal Service Transportation Law that passed in 2015. That act contains some very important performance standards and thresholds for tires that U.S. manufacturers have to meet. And that was a challenge, To not to get too technical, but it was a challenge to be able to figure out how to have performance standards for tires where you can have Um, lower rolling resistance without sacrificing, you know, braking ability of the tire. It's a very complex technological uh, engineering feat. And it's something that uh, creates high standards that all of our manufacturing members adhere to. But that's not always the case with all tires that are sold in the United States. And so it's very important for us and for, you know, the board really directed this in the policy development back in, you know, around between 2010 and 2014, I would say, to work with the administration and Congress to pass these um, high-quality performance thresholds so that any tire that's sold in the United States has to be the same quality as the tires that our guys are making. So what they see out there in the marketplace really translates to the discussions that happen at the board level here at USTMA and give direction to the strategy that we're going to pursue. And then, of course, you know the staff and I take that strategic direction and turn it into specific policy initiatives that are you know designed to achieve specific outcomes.
0: Right. Uh, when you look at the uh, all the different um, issues that you're dealing with, what would you say are the t- top two uh, is- issues that the uh, USTMA is working on regarding its manufacturer members?
1: Well, that's a tough one. We have a lot going on, but I guess I would say a couple of things. Overall, the two major areas for us in, that drive our, our issue and policy objectives are first tire safety and innovation. And so that goes to things like uh, the unsafe tire legislation that I mentioned, the the tire performance standards at NHTSA, um, the tire registration provisions that were included in the FAST Act to help us get uh, tires off the road in the case of a recall, and innovation, making sure that the the regulatory framework for tires as it evolves preserves the ability of the manufacturer to. To innovate and and create a formula that uses the materials that we think are important to create a safe tire. So, regulatory reform and and flexibility and innovation in regulatory evolution of uh, regulatory framework is really important. So overall, tire safety and innovation, and secondly, environmental stewardship and sustainability. So we're very focused on that from the throughout the life cycle of the tire, from the manufacturing process itself to how you know the tire performs in life to the end of life for the tire. You know, scrap tire market development is very important for us as an industry. In the last couple of decades, for example, we've been able to work in collaboration with key partners in the states to reduce tire stockpiles by about 93% in the last two decades here in the United States. It's a huge Success story, but one that we have to continue to work on all the time, because scrap tires are continually being generated, and markets need to be developed. So, the second major area I would say, David, is environmental stewardship and sustainability.
0: Is uh, thank you for that. Is is the uh, the tariffs? You know, lobbying efforts on different uh, things, like with the effects of the Section two thirty two tariffs on steel. Um, Like how are how is that affecting the tire manufacturers' uh, ability to get tire grade steel that they need?
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, obviously, we're very closely following all of the developments around trade and tariffs here with this administration. And as you know, um, we have a unified position in opposition to the two hundred and thirty-two tariffs on steel and aluminum. And Excuse me. all of my board members uh, came together to sign a letter to the administration opposing the use of Section 232, which is a national security rationale for these tariffs. Uh, and, uh, you know, un- unfortunately, we were not successful in eliminating the higher grade seal from the regulation or, or the action when it came out from the Commerce Department. And we are working to support our major suppliers in their application for an exemption from those tariffs. And, you know, I mean, impacts vary by company. Obviously, it depends a lot on on what your specific supply chain and inventory was. Um, And, and, you know, it's never optimal when your raw material costs go up. But for us, as you know, David, it was really not so much a matter of cost, although you know, increasing costs is never good, but for us it's supply. Because U.S. tire manufacturers simply cannot get in the United States the tire quality, uh, excuse me, the steel uh, grade quality that is needed to make tires. It's just not made in the U.S. So we are hopeful that ultimately that argument is going to prevail and that we, our suppliers, will be able to get an exemption from those 232 tariffs.
0: I think that uh, that would be uh, the industry would be would benefit from that because, as you pointed out, uh, that that type of steel just is not made here. It's so. not made
1: here, and you know, I mean, you think about the global steel market, right? And you know, first of all, the U.S. domestic production of steel is a small percentage of overall global production of steel. And I understand that the administration is trying to change that. But then if you look at the percentage of steel domestically produced, or excuse me, the percentage of steel that domestic tire manufacturers consume, it's like one-tenth of one percent of, you know, the uh, domestic production. So even if a steel manufacturer in the United States would be interested in making the quality of steel that we need.
0: The investments
1: in technology that they would need to make in order to be able to produce that steel, there's just no ROI for them there. The market's not right. big enough. So, so we're hoping that those economic arguments as well as the quality arguments will ultimately prevail.
0: Kind of turning in a little different direction, Anne, um, the audio industry is moving toward electric and autonomous vehicles. And ride-sharing. How involved is the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association in these issues on behalf of its tire uh, manufacturer members and what areas specifically is the association focusing its efforts on?
1: So I would say a couple of areas. I mean obviously um, each manufacturer member is going to in in be competitive with all the other manufacturer members, in trying to develop the best tire for that new generation of vehicles. And if you um, and if you talk to each one of them, of course, they're very focused on that. From an industry perspective, it's it's our objective to make sure that as regulatory frameworks and legislative um, frameworks evolve that they allow room for the kind of innovation that's going to be needed to make a safe tire for a vehicle that doesn't have a driver in control of it. You know, if you're not getting, if the driver is not getting the signal from interaction with a vehicle when a tire needs attention, they're going to need, obviously, to be systems that are going to protect the safety. And so how are the tires going to talk to the vehicle? You know, NHTSA is, is – uh, we've had conversations with NHTSA about how they're going to be developing the framework um, for, uh, you know, in the FMVSS to allow for this evolution in technology. And, and I'm happy to say that NHTSA is, is focusing on this from the right perspective we think which is that they they want to make sure that they consult with industry whether it's the auto industry whether it's tire manufacturers whether it's civil society and consumer groups to make sure that the new regulatory frameworks they develop a lot because you know government always moves slower than technology so they are really focused in making sure that the new regulatory framework is developed in such a way that it allows for that that innovation to evolve quickly as well and and you know related to that NIFSA has a U.S. representative to discussions at the international level on this as well, and we've been really pleased to see our U.S. government get more actively engaged in those discussions again so that as international regulatory frameworks are being developed, the U.S. has a place at the table, and and we can make sure in working with our government that those frameworks, don't evolve in a way that stifles innovation here in the U.S. And, and so that is that is something that we're really focused on. From a legislative perspective, we're very interested in seeing if there's going to be legislation, we'd like it to be at the federal level. We really don't want to see 50 different competing legislative and regulatory frameworks developed in the state. So we have been actively monitoring the development of autonomous vehicle legislation in the House, there and in the Senate, and being and uh, as part of a coalition of uh, of other uh, business interests who who care about autonomous vehicle technology development, we've been following the development of that legislation and encouraging it at the federal level at, rather than the patchwork at the state level. So, so I would say, you know, from an industry perspective, we're really looking at. Uh, making sure that the frameworks evolve in a way that protects our ability to innovate for customer safety and that as an association we can be alert to any roadblocks that may be forming that we see to that and act quickly to be able to, um, you know, prevent that from happening. So we want to create a space where our members can compete and innovate and develop and make sure that they have the framework that's going to allow that to happen
0: question I'd like to ask is um, that you're the first woman president in the history of the um, Rubber Manufacturers Association and now the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Um, do you see yourself as a pioneer in what traditionally has been a male-dominated dominated industry?
1: I don't know if I would describe myself as a pioneer. I would describe myself as very fortunate to have an opportunity to play a leadership role, however small, in this industry it is a wonderful industry and I see opportunities for um, women and all kinds of maybe non-traditional um, sectors of society as this industry continues to grow here in the United States you know there are I have an opportunity to travel around the world and also to travel around the country visiting my manufacturing members and I work every day with with fantastic women leaders. In this industry, and I, and I feel if I have an opportunity to represent that evolution, it's a great it, it's a great chance for me. Um, you know, in terms of uh, response, I, I've had great response from industry peers. As you know, that there are still um, in in traditional manufacturing industries still very significant uh, percentage of executives. Senior executives are men, and I see that changing. And I think it's it's great for the industry. The more diverse perspectives we bring to the table, the stronger we are. And you know, I I um, think you will see a lot more of that as things evolve here in the next in the next few years.
0: That's very good. I think that would be great for the industry, and uh, it's great to have you uh, at the. Uh, Helm of the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Uh, and thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to talk to tire business. And I wish you and we wish you in the U.S. continued success. Thank you. Thanks.
1: It's been a pleasure.